Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast, Episode 4. Tonight's episode, we're going to call it COVID, the President and the Politics of a Virus. With your hosts, Bravo and Alpha. How are you tonight, Bravo? I'm doing great, Alpha. It's great to hear you again. I wish it was under some different circumstances, but I think we can find a silver lining in all this. Yeah, it's been kind of a tough day all the way around. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, I, I think everything's going to be okay. But, uh, you know, okay, so in our last episode, we talked about how we were going to break the show into two parts, an A and a B part. Uh, the A is meant more for uh, your video platforms, like your YouTubes, your Rumbles. Um, and we decided that we're going to do the news and the headlines and some of the opinion piece in the first part, uh, the first half, we're going to keep the show around 40, 45 minutes, maybe, maybe a tough longer somewhere in that vicinity. And then the rest of the program is going to be dedicated to audio only listeners. So you can take it with you to the gym in the car, uh, while you're mowing the lawn, doing the laundry, however you like to listen to your podcast, run a number of different outlets. Now, uh, the one that seems to be bum fuzzling us is Google podcasts. Bravo. <laughs> It just has to do with the uh, tech tyrants, I believe. Alpha. Yeah. They make it difficult to figure out how to to get it to go there, to come back to everyone else out there. So, But we got it on Apple, so you know, what can I tell you? Well, us neophyte conservatives don't... Uh, actually, Luddite conservatives, we just don't know how to run this stuff. I guess if we had man buns or something, we could probably figure it out much easier. <laughs> so, anyhow... <laughs> It's a learning process, you know? It is a learning process. We, we we like what we're doing. We're having a good time doing it. Uh, two old friends sharing some time together that we wouldn't have normally spent. Uh, and this has been a productive use of time. We're, we're having mm-hmm. a good time doing it. And we hope you're enjoying it. So uh, without uh, without any more delay or any more BS from, from me or Bravo, uh, let's get into, you know, the, the, uh, the headlines here. We're going to do news, then opinion. So, you know... Uh, we're going to talk about the president of the United States uh, testing positive for COVID. Uh, bad deal there. Uh, yep. And then, you know, the natural fallout in today's environment of the social media mob and the progressive left just being absolutely disgusting about everything about mm-hmm. the president of the United States and people making disgusting comments and we have a little bit of commentary we'd like to put forth on that uh, topic. Mm-hmm. And um, in the last in the last bit, uh, in the opinion piece after the vodcast, we'll call it, uh, we'll be we're going to have an opinion discussion on the real effects of COVID um, and really what the impact is. Yeah, we're we're going to dive deep into that topic and want to present some ideas. Uh, so that you can make an educated decision for yourself with some information that we've uh, found uh, through uh, internet searches and uh, sources and some of my experience um, where, where I work. Well, and and our backgrounds are going to play a lot into that discussion and the perspective of, you know, how, how did we get here? And, mm-hmm. and, it should be an interesting discussion. And uh, mm-hmm. we hope you join us on the podcast side, the audio podcast side, uh, getting that through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
hopefully soon Google, uh, and we're on Podbean. Yeah, the evil Google Empire. Well, better be careful. <laughs> uh, we'll be un- we'll be unpersoned and canceled again. So we need to be careful about. That. Bring it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My my friend uh, says to me the other day. He said, "God, I think I've been canceled." I'm like, first time. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, let's let's dive right into it. Uh, All right. And and sometime in the middle of the night, the president uh, got on his his tweet box, and he let the world know uh, with a few keystrokes that he and the first lady had tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah, I woke up this morning, uh, Alpha, and my wife says, the president has COVID. I was like, Ugh. it was like almost a gut punch when I heard that. And I first I felt bad. I was like, golly, well, what you know, holy cow. And then the politics side of me kicked in. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I'm... You know, I walk around and I try to be brave about the whole thing, and I've never stopped working. We've never closed mm-hmm. business. We've never really had a whole lot of substantive changes. And we've been, you know, as a as a group of people uh, that I spend my days around, we've been really, really lucky, and we're not really terribly afraid of it. And and you have to sit there and you put it into perspective, and you think the most powerful office on the face of the planet un, undeniably is the president of the United States is mm-hmm. and he, the president and the people around him get tested and all the time. And he is well cared for medically. And he's a virile, you know, he's a really strong dude and he's, mm-hmm. he's up, he's, he's got energy. He's fine. Mm-hmm. And bang, you know, so goes to show a pretty hard We're human. He's human. Yeah. He's, Maybe that's because he's human. <laughs> I think that's the first sign that he's human. I thought pretty sure that he was a Terminator. And man, that's right. <laughs> the go, go, go. Yeah, I, I think the only thing he said was, I think I feel a little tired. It's like, okay. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and I'm a little tired. So, um, I, I, you know, I was, uh, I, I, I was, it really was a gut punch. And then when I, when I um, was listening to, uh, you know, I switched on Fox News just because that was the that's the one I can kind of go to. And they were talking about the statistics when people are diagnosed. Uh, they go by the age groups and the president's up there. You can't tell he's 74. I mean, I thought he was like 60 something, but he looks um, uh, uh, looks uh, younger than stated age. That's the way I would say it. Uh, he. You know they were they were talking about uh, they had Dr. Oz on, who really has come on board with a lot of information and was talking about hydrochloroquine and some of the other stuff early on, but basically you know was 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 encouraging. That was good to hear, and they, and everyone was you know wishing well wishes, and you know I believe the president was speaking with Sean Hannity on the phone the night before, yep. so you know it just comes out of the blue. Some of the some of the other sort of good, you know, on the on the politics side, because I was worrying to myself what would happen with the campaign, what happens, you know, with the debates. You know, we hear that um, uh, Biden 
gave gave well wishes. That's uh, good through Twitter. Even uh, um, Maddow from uh, MSNBC gave some good wishes. You know, get better. This virus is, you know, is is uh, not. You know, it's 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 enough already. She said that, and it was encouraging. Yep. And I tried to ignore the rest of the nonsense that was coming their way. Um, and it's disgusting, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, that's, that's our second, that's our mm -hmm. second topic there. Um, yeah, it's really nice to see that Biden did give his well wishes on that. You mm -hmm. know, no matter how much I dislike the man's politics, he's still a human being. And right. was, that, that's the right thing to do. And, um, and it's interesting how we have to say the right thing, qualify things and everything, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just human decency. The um, other thing was, and, and this was the takeaway as the day went on, um, I, they talked about world leaders who con who contracted, uh, uh, I'm going to call it the China virus, uh, but, you know, the China virus. Um, they recovered, but Boris Johnson did have a rough time, a like, rough go with it. He was in the hospital. I don't, he never was placed on a ventilator, but he did have, he, did, he had a rough go of it. Um, True. But, but that, you know. Um, and I know this evening they did, uh, the president was moved to Walter Reed. Yes. And my, my hopes and prayers are, are with him and the first lady. Uh, they are probably just being more than cautious, which is completely understandable. But the interesting thing is he's still running the country from his hospital room. <laughs> he's not, he's yep. not, he's a yep. go, go, go. And yeah. I think that's, I think that's really cool. Chief de uh, Deputy uh, Chief of Staff uh, Meadows was out front talking with the reporters, and he was telling everyone he's probably <laughs> criticizing my performance right now. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So you know, he's he's uh, he. We know he's there, and I think that's uh, the markets didn't do a complete crash. No, from standing so. You know, things are on the, you know, you got to remain optimistic. And that's, I think that's the, that's the message. And you got to take one day at a time. Right. Yeah. And, and I think the, I think the important thing here is that, you know, I think he's going to be okay. I think he's a tough bird. Um, I'm not terribly worried uh, about his health. I just, this is just a major interruption, I think, in, in, the cycle of what's going mm -hmm. on. I, and to back up a little bit, I think it is nice to people that, you know, the people that have been really harsh on the president mm -hmm. coming forth and saying, you know, Hey, wait a minute. Okay. Let's, let's stop for a minute and think about what's important. Sure. Um, he's a human being. Let's a big act of kindness. And they found their hearts apparently. So, mm -hmm. you know, good for them, you know, Mazel Tov. Yep. Moving on. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our impressions on, you know, that uh, in, in the second half of the show. Yep. The COVID whole 50,000 foot and we'll distill it down, you know, strap on your tinfoil hats and go on an adventure with us for a few minutes. <laughs> and that can be found on the podcast version, the audio, audio only. You can take it with you while you're at the gym, while you're driving. While you're doing work on the computer, is background noise right? Probably just background noise, but background. <laughs> some 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 two old friends just yip yapping. Two American yeah. patriots. That's you know. That's anyway. it. That's it. And and on uh, on moving down the line here, we have a little bit of 
you know, our, our friend Dan Mongino let us in on a little personal health problem that he had a few days ago, and he had some results come back the other day. They were fairly wishy-washy results, and I think they came back. And I, I'm not sure he didn't really say, but from what I'm led to believe, I think that the results are a little bit more serious than he hmm. was. Uh, he did use the term, it's not a death sentence, but we're not sure what the impact is going to be. And our thoughts and prayers are with him. He's He's been a huge inspiration and, and the man has become a, a force for good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Past four or five years, uh, we've talked about him before and let's just, let's just keep our fingers crossed for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Tough day. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Really you, you said it really well, Alfie. I, I can't add anything else to that except the fact that I my my heart goes out to him and his family. Take one day at a time, Mr. Bongino. Please uh, be be strong, and we'll uh, we'll st- you know be looking forward to hearing from you even more. That's right. I, I so. yeah, it's uh, that's tough. That that was tough news to deal with today too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm much more concerned about him than I am. You know, uh, I think the president's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more concerned about Dan. Uh, yeah. I think he's got a serious problem. And mm-hmm. Just wish him the best. Uh, so, you know, I, I did not watch the video, but Bravo did. Um, there's, there's a personality that's on YouTube. Uh, he's on YouTube. He's, he's all over the place. His name is Dr. Steve Turley. Yep. Dr. He, Steve Turley, PhD. Uh, he's a professor. He's, um gets into the political analysis, uh, utilizing a lot of the, explaining the theories that go with uh, social quote constructs. And I don't want to sound like the other side there for a little bit, but he does explain it in such a way. And he's very optimistic. Uh, he is on YouTube. Very easy to find. I strongly encourage you to check out his videos and, the link for the the YouTube videos will be in our um, in our uh, notes below. But he ta- he does bring some very good points and clarifies that in this video I watched today that this could be this is going to be a political positive for President Trump that he's going to come out strong. He's going to walk out of the hospital and he's going to say, "All right, see, it's not you know we're we're, we're going to be able to get through this. You can get through this too." And, he, and we understand that there are some populations that don't do well with COVID, but uh, 90, uh, it's about 95%, 99% for the young, 95% for the age group that the president's in, you know, may have a little bit of a rough time with it. And it's the ones over, you know, people that have other pre-existing uh, conditions that don't do so well. So, you know, Again, trying to remain optimistic. Alpha. Right. I really, it's, right. you know, we don't know what the future, my crystal ball is broken today. So I'm huh. really not able to do any predictions at all. Right. But faith and hope uh, really make uh, the days go by one day at a time a little bit easier. Right. And, and let me add one thing to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're never guaranteed tomorrow. True. Every day you wake up, it's 
it's a good thing. It's a mm-hmm. blessing when you wake up in the morning. Um, you know, we're, we're getting to the age now where we're losing friends uh, and people in our lives at a fairly precipitous rate. Mm-hmm. And every time you turn around, it's bad news. Um, so it, when you get to be our age, sometimes it gets a little bit hard to, hard to take. And I can only imagine what it's going to be like a few years from now. And then, really not looking forward to it <laughs> so yeah we've seen enough between uh, bravo and myself we've not to not to give away too much we've we've seen a good deal of good people in very bad circumstances and it it never gets easy and the day mm-hmm. it starts getting easy is the day you need to find something else to do yep uh and to say it, there's, it doesn't have a cumulative effect an impact on you it would be definitely a lie. Um, and mm-hmm. it does, it, it stacks up on top of each other. And, and that's another, that's another point. We'll, we'll talk about that in the opinion section. Um, because there's a lot of impacts that go along with the whole point of, of the first part of our discussion here on, on COVID-19 and, and where we are as a society right now, it's, it's, there's a lot of impacts that we're going to talk about yep. a lot that people don't really think about. So, you know, that being said, uh, really highly encourage you to go out and seek out Dr. Stephen Turley, Dr. Steve Turley on YouTube. Watch his videos um, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, get some of his books, read his books. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a he's a great he's a great inspiration. He's always very upbeat. Yep. Uh, he looks on the positive side of, of things. Um, and he's got a very unique view and he breaks things down very well. Um, I'm a big fan. Of yeah, Steve me Curley. too. And Great he does, guy. he does talk about the new conservative age and, uh, it's almost like his, uh, words of, uh, positive, uh, thinking was a force to bring about, uh, the justice, uh, nomination process that we're going to be going through here in a, in a week or so or two weeks, excuse me. Well, let's hope we can get that over with as quickly yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. Hopefully, President Trump will pop positive or pop negative on his test, and he'll get to uh, shake hands with the new justice here sometime soon. Mm-hmm. So that'd be that'd be great. Yep. So, you know, we're moving along. You know, we try to keep the first segment to about 20, 22, and 20, 22 minutes for video because it's a little bit more difficult to manage with uh, for your average consumer mm-hmm. uh, with a device or whatever. It's a little hard. So, you know, moving along, you know. Going back to the president coming down with COVID-19, I don't know what's going on in the world. Um, you, you turn on TV, it's just, it's bad. It's it's all bad. And the celebrities and the television personalities are, are just wishing ill will on the president wishing for him to die etc etc of covid you know mm-hmm. you know this is what happens to people who don't believe in the science and and just being just disgusting or not wearing a mask that's what you get for not wearing a mask well you know there's there's <laughs> things to show out there too that masks are not as effective unless you're wearing an n95 that's fitted properly and that's you know right. how to wear it that's right so, and not touch your face and not adjust it all the time and not wear it underneath your nose or take it off and wad it up into your pocket. And then you take it out and you just touched whatever you're touching to touch your face again. And the mask is retaining the germs that's on the outside. You flipped it around and put it on backwards. Oops. 
and you you put it on the wrong way i just it just never yeah somewhere along the lines you know people have really lost their minds Mm -hmm. and and it all boils back to uh a, a while ago during the last administration in the in the era of emboldened political correctness mm-hmm. uh isn't that amazing how yeah. people you know got shunned for calling you know balls and strikes mm-hmm. and then we're now in the era of you can say whatever you want as long as it's hurtful to one group but, but you can't turn it around on me it's yeah. horrible it, it is. And I, I came across an article from Breitbart News uh, by David and Rossi, Bossy, excuse me. Uh, article was from July 21st, 2012. And it was, and uh, it, was found, it was political correctness hurts America society. And the link will be in the show notes. And it's, it's an oldie but goodie. Um, right. It's uh, eight years old. And it's a great sign of the times. And I and I read it, and it really drove home the fact that political correctness, because you didn't say what you're supposed to say, and you had a different idea than everyone else, you were wrong. And shut your mouth, or we're going to come after you. And that was the beginning. Oh, oh the f- you're, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Bravo. Oh, you're not yeah. only wrong now. Mm-hmm. You are so wrong, we're going to make you cease to exist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're right right yeah yeah i mean you lose they want you to lose your job they want oh, yeah. you to you know they want your they want your family members to turn their backs on you they they want you to um to not even be able to show your face on uh in public or on social media for that matter um because you don't toe the line and it goes against what we talked about in the episode one there alpha uh, you be you, I'll be me. Right. And that, that went out the window. Right. And our philosophy is as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're not being overtly disgusting and you're not being violent, you go do you. Mm-hmm. I'll do me. And when we interfere with each other, we have to talk about it. Yep. And until that point, you know, live long and prosper. Yep. So that's a that's a little bit we're, we're we're a little bit more libertarian than most conservatives in that way. Mm-hmm. However, you know, Twitter. Let's talk about Twitter for uh. just a minute before we have to switch segments. Mm-hmm. Twitter. It's a dumpster fire. It is. It is so bad. What What did that CNN moron say? I'm sorry, uh, correspondent say uh, it's a uh, dumpster fire inside a. Uh, it was it was so many. It, they were talking about the debate and how it just went from he described uh, a mess into a dumpster fire. It was just he, he couldn't find enough bad things to say about the president. And when you have the Washington uh, Post uh, tweet out a horrible and uh, terrible um, uh, ill wishes, I guess it's not well wishes; it's ill wishes. Uh, towards the president and then they have to take it down because they stepped over i think the line is way too uh, far out and they stepped over that line in the sand and then they had to take their tweet down it was disgusting absolutely disgusting 
Well, I think that anonymity has has played a. Um, actually, it's not anonymity. It's it's what I would say relative anonymity, mm -hmm. and the ability to be disgusting in two hundred and fifty characters or less, and hit a mm -hmm. button, and the world can see it. It's not a good thing, right? It's not a good thing. Um, there's an old anecdote. Um, if you don't have anything nice, don't say it at all. I think right. that that's gone away. Oh, it's, uh, it's lost forever almost. Yeah, it's it lost forever. Like it. It's terrible. And people don't realize, really realize that that's not the kind of society we really want to live in. You know, it's it's terrible. It's I think Twitter's it also has to do so with bad. I think it also has to do with power and control. And and you know, the 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 uh, the founders of this country being much younger than us, Alpha had some foresight or it was god given i'm 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 not i'm i have no other way to explain it but being able to put a document forth that the rights you know the bill of rights uh, that that god has is um you know these rights are you know from you know god given rights right that you know the right to speak freely the right to bear arms the right you know you just go right through them those are all divine intervention <laughs> intervention. Uh, I think those are I think those are really good guidelines. Mm -hmm. I think those are really good rules. I think like the Ten Commandments are a really good set of guidelines that people have forgotten. Mm -hmm. um, you know, look, we're we're at the twenty five minute mark, and mm -hmm. what we'd like to do now is we're going to wrap this up. We hope you you tune into the podcast section here after we do our affiliate uh, plug um, for yeah, a little stay bit. With us. Yeah, stay, stay with us. us. Kick us, kick over to a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and you might have to fast forward to the 26 minute mark or something like that in the podcast to catch where we're headed. Uh, we want to do an entirety podcast for everybody in just 25 minutes of video or so uh, for everybody. So, you know, to, to wrap it up, I think everybody just needs to learn how to be a lot nicer to each other. Yep. And, do one or others that you want done to you. That's right. And it's okay to have a difference of opinion mm -hmm. as long as you're reasonable. Correct. Okay. Um, there's, there's plenty of room for reasonable discussion. I don't believe every ideology of a conservative and I don't disavow every bit of ideology of somebody who might be liberal either. Mm -hmm. You know, I will take it into consideration. Um, it's called being a reasonable human being. There are just yep. certain things that we like to live by that we have to stick to. So on that note, uh, I'm going to give our uh, a shameless plug for POF USA Patriot Ordnance Factory of Chandler, Arizona. POF-USA.com. Makers of some of the finest AR-15 style rifles that you can buy anywhere in the world. I'd put it up against anything, anywhere, anytime, at any price point. I would say buy with confidence. Take a look. Anything from a 22 long rifle all the way up to a 7.62 by 5.1 NATO. If you're looking for a weapon of that kind, definitely give them a look. POF-USA.com. Made by Patriots for Patriots in Chandler, Arizona. All American all the time thanks for listening thanks for watching us on uh, rumble and youtube uh and if you're joining us on a podcast outlet thanks a lot for your listen we're going to take a quick pause here and we'll continue the discussion and we're back 
Hey, Alpha, how are you? Thanks for hanging out with us on the audio side of this uh, podcast. If you joined us for our first part of the discussion before the podcast, we're going to continue with uh, uh, our deep dive uh, into uh, when a virus gets politicized. And we're going we're gonna to look at things uh, almost like a, um, a retrospective root cause analysis of where, where we're at right now, try to distill some of the real factors that we see that are going on, and then you know, let you decide. We're, again, we're not going to tell you what to think. We're not going to tell you that our word is the only thing that's out there. Uh, but these are what two average uh, Americans, uh, patriots, uh, feel about what's going on with COVID and, and where we're at right now. So, right now, but, in turn, no, go ahead, Alpha. I'm sorry. Let's 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 back up the conversation for him uh, mm-hmm. for a minute there, Bravo. Um, I can recall last February mm-hmm. when I when I first started hearing about what was going on in China. Mm-hmm. I picked up the phone, and I think I might have mentioned something of "watch out." Mm-hmm. This looks like it's going to be ungood. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody has any good handle on this. We don't know what this is. Correct. And you and I, through our education in history, Mm -hmm. we understand how virology works. Yep. And God, I hate being right. No, I, let me tell you. Uh, that was a conversation you and I had, and I was I was frustrated uh, by the selective facts that were coming out through the press. Um, the The first words uh, out of uh, the uh, the news anchors and the, the t- everyone talking out there, instead of saying we you know we don't know what it is and we're not sure what it's going on, uh, but it came from a wet market in China, and. There were some other subtle facts that were coming out that no one was really paying attention to. Like, for instance, and this is a, we're going to share with you out there with our podcast here that uh, this is a conversation that uh, Alpha and I had on the telephone when I was kind of frustrated with the the little cookie crumbs that were left on the, the pathway here. Um, so here, here you go. It may sound a little tinfoil hat. I get it, but facts are facts. So let's kind of take it through here. So right near, near the end of February, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think it was, I think it was more, uh, the beginning of February. It beginning was, of February. it was, it was beginning end of January, beginning of February. Yeah, that's right. I was, I was questioning whether or not I should go on a trip because uh, are you right. going to go on a trip? I'm like, well, I kind of have a business thing I have to do, but yeah. But I went on yeah. the trip and my wife was very concerned. I was like, oh, well, I got to do this. Um, so that was, that was just, a, you know, just at the beginning. And, they were saying how this wet market, and I didn't really understand what a wet market was until I kind of did did a little uh, internet search and looked and saw that wet markets are like these exotic animals that they slaughter right uh, in front of you, and there's your dinner. Bring it home. <laughs> and yeah. they may cook it. They may not cook it. 
It's not really cool. I saw it. Yeah, in well, well, that was the narrative. Country. That was definitely the line that the media was pushing. Right. At the time. And it was even before that, when, when the first news. Bravo, let me back it up a little bit, because it was even before that, when we were first getting the little trickles that there's some kind of a strange virus going around in China. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and the, and the we, internet. We, were, we yeah. were pretty tuned into it. I mean, right. I was really tuned into that. And I remember the phone call and I just said. Something's not right. Something's not right here. This doesn't make any sense. Nothing is making any sense. I think this thing is a lot worse than what they're saying it is. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to be very, we need to keep an eye on this and we need to be prepared. And everyone was out saying, go out and go to, go, come to Chinatown. The that Texas was a couple of weeks later. They were still not hitting the alarm buttons on this. Um, but uh, there were some videos that were coming out on the internet, uh, YouTube, when you could find the videos, of course, when they weren't throttling them. But they were talking about there was a virology lab, level four, for anyone that's not familiar with the level four uh, virology lab, that's a, um, that's a, those, those things like, you know, Ebola level. You know, think, you know, when you talk about a virus, you talk about um, how contagious is it? Huh. And then I how, worked, uh, hey, I, I worked in a level zero virology lab. Okay. So, you you know, like you're talking and I about. Worked, and I worked with known pathogens mm-hmm. in, in a level, like just a regular lab setting, sure. a, a diagnostic lab setting uh, when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I knew I was dealing with stuff that was potentially extraordinarily dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know about these things. <laughs> right. And the only time, the only time people would really see it is in movies, you know, like contagion right. or right. Uh, before then outbreak, you know, Dustin Hoffman, Cuba Junior, Gooding Jr. Um, but you're talking about viruses that you need to wear suits with enclosed air supplies. Right. And they're very, what we consider, uh, they're extremely contagious. I mean, you just come in contact with it, breathe it in, boom, you're, you're ill. Well, so, it's not just illness. These are right. these are viruses that they deal with in a level four laboratory setting are near certain death. Yeah, that I was just about to say. You, <laughs> there's also how 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 fast are going to kill you? You know, so you get, how how catchy is it, and how fast you're going to die? That those are the exactly. things that you look at the viruses. All right, so right. try to right. keep it simple, silly. Right, right. So. At that point, there was a video out that I saw that talked about people's cell phones were dropping off uh, in China. Of course, China is the most open country that you can think of, right, Alpha? I mean, they, they come out with everything. Well, they and they're so well, they open. Don't lie. And, they don't lie about anything. They're, oh, they're no. An op- they're absolutely Never. an open Mm-mm. book. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was two facts I saw. One, that this, this virus market was nowhere near to be found. The bat that they were talking about that that the, the uh, Wuhan virus came from. It should be called the Wuhan virus because it comes from Wuhan, right? Um, but but the, um, the, the virus is right next to the wet lab, plus the fact that uh, China was allowing flights to go from Wuhan to Italy, Wuhan to the, to the United States, New York City specifically, and allowing these flights to continue, but these flights were stopped from... Wuhan to Beijing and anywhere else inside China. That's right. That, that to me was like, that's a red flag. The second red flag alpha that I, I came across was the fact that the bat that supposedly this thing came from was nowhere within a 200 mile radius 
of Wuhan. So I was like, basically it was a crock of BS. Correct. And it was something smelled and no one's given the president credit. He shut no. down China's travel, right. which in the end was a lifesaver. Well, let's. Yeah. Well, I mean, going, I was looking at it from that retrospective lens. But oh, you know absolutely. You're absolutely right. I, I can't agree with you more. Um, you know, back in the day, the, in the early, in the early moments of this, when we take slices in time in the early moments from my life experience and from Bravo's life experience, we get on the phone with one another and we said, something bad is about to happen. And we both are sensitive enough to it to understand that that was going to happen. Now there's a bunch of different reasons why I think it, might have happened um mm -hmm. which is total you know, speculation of course because you can't prove it but i can't prove it but i have my ideas and this is the opinion side of the story here right i think it was a bioweapon yep i 100 percent think it was a biological weapon i think it was developed in a lab mm -hmm. i think it was either one of the lab people you know the 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 bright side of the story the optimistic side of me says Oh, maybe somebody got exposed in the lab and they didn't know that they were exposed and they went out and they were showing no symptoms or whatever. And then there's a window before they died where they infected one person, one person infects 12 people, 12 people infect 144, 144. It doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles and doubles. Mm -hmm. So because the virus is extremely catchy, extremely contagious like you just come in contact you know and we're talking about viral loads meaning how much virus do you need to get that condition not much uh, and in this case you need one I, right. i'm exaggerating but you know you just need a, a small amount versus um viruses like hiv or any of those they have to be direct direct contact they have to have higher uh, virus loads to be exposed to you you, you get what i'm saying this doesn't need that much, just a touch, a small amount. Kind of reminds me of uh, what happens on cruise ships from time to time now, doesn't it? Norovirus. Yeah, I think there's a little touch of Noro in this, isn't there? Well, when you talk about <laughs> the uh, the tinfoil hat stuff, but I, there's facts to support this stuff. I mean, I, and I, I believe it uh, when you talk about the fact that this uh, COVID-19, that they're terming it, which again, by by all international uh, uh, naming protocols, this should be called the Wuhan virus, everyone. Uh, every other virus is named from the place it comes from. Ebola is from Ebola, okay? But, right. uh, you know, the Chinese didn't like it because it makes them look bad. Well, they can go scratch for all I care. Yeah, um, pretty in much. In terms of um, this, you know, norovirus, it has that contagious catchiness <sighs> oh. that's similar to norovirus. Oh. and can light um, up a cruise it can light up a cruise ship in like two days yep, people are yakking and throwing up all over the place uh, and, dying uh, and everything else it's a real poop show it's a real poop show so that's that's kind of the the analysis here the other thing um as we get into the next stage of the of the progression of this uh and then the long-term effects you know like we're into now um china was able to hand over a pretty detailed diagram of the virus makeup on a molecular level of what this stuff what this is um which then um kind of goes along with the fast forward 
when President Trump says we're on the precipice of a, of a of a vaccine, either they've had experience with this stuff before, like other previous virus uh, infections, and if you go back to the Obama administration with H1N1 or the other COVID, the SARS, remember SARS back in 2003 or four. Their alpha, do you remember it was that? absolutely horrible. I know a couple of people who had SARS and yeah. it was that really a horrible virus. Not as contagious, but very deadly. Or very, very, very deadly. And they they had very similar effects um, from from the virus in terms of the, the inflammation in the lungs. Right. Uh, and being on ventilators, which really wasn't the best idea. No. Nope. Um, and then guess where it came from? Level four Wuhan virus lab, okay. pretty much. So, so that's kind of where we're we're basing this this thought in that aspect. Well, let's 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 get back to the theory a little hmm. bit. Bravo. Yeah. No, that's what I'm. I'm. That was the yeah. Right. That's all the background. And let's. Here's what I really think. Mm -hmm. I think we've hit the point in the natural progression of things in, in the world where one individual, one human being, whether they be rogue or a state actor can unleash something like this and it can get all the way to the world leaders around the world. Mm -hmm. It's a, a bioweapon. If anybody thinks a bioweapon uh, is a good idea, it's the most horrible thing in the world that anybody could ever possibly do. Um, take this for example. Um, is it a biological weapon? Chances are probably yes. And it, and they're designed to disrupt. And, and if right. you look at the look at the last six months uh, from when it started, right? Six, right. seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Well, look um, at the look at the economic impact it's had on the entire globe. Oh, it's horrendous. It's it's horrendous. What what is it? Uh, mm. New York City. One of the one of the well, until De Blasio took over, but that's another episode. <laughs> one of the one of the one of the coolest cities on the face of the earth, undeniably. Mm -hmm. uh, New York City is just. I've, I've I've had an opportunity to go to New York City over the past few years on business. Uh, spend a pretty considerable amount of time there. Um, I've really enjoyed going to the restaurants and, mm -hmm. and just being enjoying the vibe of the city. And it's really cool. There's lots of good things to see. 87% of the restaurants in New York city constituting billions of dollars in revenue a year for that city are mm -hmm. gone and, and they're right. closed. They're boarded up. They're, they're bankrupt. They're never coming back. And the 13% that are left are three months or more behind in their lease or mortgage payments. And so, they're not yeah, coming back. They're I, not. I they're, yeah, they're, they're, not they're on they're on life support. And yep. the job loss in this country because of this and, and everybody, I hate to say panic, um, mm -hmm. but there's, there's a large measure of panic mm -hmm. and there's a large measure of virtue signaling about you know, we have to close and we have to do all this stuff. It's, it's a huge impact. It's really disrupted the economy. Mm -hmm. um, now, if you yeah. think about it, Alpha, if you, if you think about this, China was getting their rear ends kicked yes. uh, by us. And, and President Trump was taking no prisoners when it came no. to this and didn't even fire a shot. Nope. And this, this uh, release, again, there's a lot of evidence to show that this release was there to bring us to our knees because we were kicking their rear ends and it's um 
there's a lot of things to to kind of substantiate that and that our economy came to a screaming halt now whereas whereas theirs is going to recover faster right and then oh by the way there's another there's another uh bit of information all the ppe although everything made in china is garbage but you know uh all the ppe can confounded uh conflate excuse me uh um mixed up by the fact that obama drained every bit of resources ppe and their personal protective equipment masks gowns goggles all that stuff uh compound uh, then um was was no nothing in the in the stockpile at all uh in some of the line of work i was in where we respond to these types of uh disasters you know that stuff was not available and when you try to deploy teams into this these kind of environments, you can't, you, you, you know, it's a very limited supply. So, right. And then you make that e- even more difficult when the, um, the food and drug administration, the FDA uh, says you can't use home Depot N95 masks that help protect against uh, paint, fume, paint fumes uh, because it's not medic. It doesn't have a, a statement on the box saying medical use only. <laughs> so same that was changed too. Same, same, same mask, same mask, yep. same everything. Um, yeah, that's, that's really bad. A lot of people don't understand when, when you work in that environment and you are responding to these things, it gets really intensive. The amount of stuff mm-hmm. that you're going to go through. First of all, you have to, all the first responders have to be glove gown masked. Deconned, uh, mm-hmm. fed, logistics, supplied, resupplied. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through 20 or 30 pairs of gloves in a day. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through, I don't know, what is it? Uh, you have to change your mask every, every hour. Single, a, yeah, every in, single time. You know, if you come in, if you come in, in contact hospital, with, a, to, with a live patient, you have to change every mask. You have to change because you, you can't, you can't, can't cross contaminate. Right. And, and all this stuff, there was not even nowhere to be found. <laughs> So like a, like a, a team of 10 people treating uh, a crowd of people for 24 hours, they're going to go through 200 pairs of gloves. They're going to go through, they're going to go through 240 gowns. They're going to go through, mm-hmm. you name it. I mean, it, it just, it's, it's an incredible vast amount of crap mm-hmm. that you have to think about. And people don't understand just the sheer volume of this crap that you go through. That's right. Um, back in the early days in my career, I went to, I was at a mass casualty, whatever, without giving away the farm as to the mm-hmm. old, old deal there. And, and we had blood and body parts all over the place. And it was a, it was one of those kinds of things where everybody got hurt and that was yep. involved. There were like five patients when the mm-hmm. dust settled and the smoke cleared and everyone was standing around and getting ready to pack everything up and everyone was sweaty and covered and whatever. And, and just, it was just horrendous. Mm-hmm. And the tow trucks came and the, this is the, that. And you looked at the ground and you looked at all of the torn open four by fours and the ABD pads and the gloves all over the place. And the, this is, and the, that is, that's five people that mm-hmm. were hurt. Yep. Can you imagine 500 people? 500,000, 500,000, a million, right. 2 million. 
So it's, it's immense. And not only that, if you if you remember in the early stages of this, um, when they started talking about the initial stages and trying to wrap their heads around what is this, what are we dealing with, and the shutdown was started, it was initially to slow the spread, you know, mm-hmm. not to overwhelm all those facilities out there that would need to uh, take right. care of these sick people. Now, New York City being on top of each other in a density, population density, which really kind of you know, versus um, being out in the middle of the country where everyone's pretty much spread out. And nobody uh, cares anyways. And, you know, that's, it's, um, it, it, you know, the New York City did have a tough time with this. And and the resources that came in, there was some. The hospital horror, ship. You know, and the, uh, the hospital uh, ship and everything else. And, and they made it through. But then what happened with Alpha was uh, they flattened the curve. But all of a sudden they said, hmm, I like this uh, control over people. The restaurants are starting to, to go under. People right. are not, you know, they're locked up in their houses. Uh, and we'll get into some of the things. Oh, and there's seen. an election and there's an election coming and we can do mail-in hmm. voting now. Ooh. Hey, rip up that goalpost. That's 10 yards back. Move yeah. it another 10 yards back, please. Well, you like know, we like we, like we like to say around the office is, uh, yeah, we're in month seven of flattening the curve. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, and it's 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 ridiculous. It is is absurd. Anyhow, so that so that's onto the next that's onto the right. next topic here. That's the the psychological impact mm. of this whole thing. And there's a whole bunch of things that go along with that. You know, you've got the psychological. We're going to call that the psychosocial mm-hmm. uh, effects. You know, sure. the psychological effects. You're going to have your strains on your relationships. Your increased rates of suicide, obesity, drug uh addiction uh it's going to be a trigger for a lot of different things and you can really feel it you know you can really feel the tension people have been cooped up they're sick of being told what to do i don't know about you but i've got a nice little touch of uh i don't know if it's like you know flashbacks Mm -hmm. of just the overwhelming feeling of just it, of all these problems when you get overwhelmed mm-hmm. and we've been through some life experiences and some situations where I could see maybe somebody who might be a little bit more on the edge or had more of an economic impact on them where it would really, really push the boundaries of all of those things. Right. And, Alpha and I are committed to really just trying to tell you the facts and not get into our personal stuff. But sometimes personal experiences can right. help alleviate, you know, to illuminate uh, what we're what we're talking about. And this subject right now, I can tell you, uh, increased numbers of suicides, uh, double the amount of overdoses um, yes. on drugs, um, people um, not being able to have any uh, ability to get these. Uh, outlay uh, uh, releases of their energy, you know, and again, we can go, we'll have riot discussions some other time. Um, but this was a pure uh, setup to the, to the, uh, the uprisings and the riots. Um, I think it was definitely a contributing factor. Yeah. Oh, da- yeah. That's, you know, it's, it was, it was like the perfect storm and everything just lined right up. Um, people either, either, either able- accidentally or on purpose, but that's right. another topic for another time. The other, the other thing alpha that you really, people are not getting, uh, and you target, we can argue numbers with all the, the, the people that were, that are con- considering you and I as 
deniers or, you know, go stick it. I'm not even going to bother trying to tell you about it. But you know, the, the biggest point is people, uh, they, they still have heart attacks. They still have yep. strokes. Yep. They still have, they still have things that need to be taken care of, like tumors and, and diagnoses of cancer. All these things that were never attended to because of, quote, COVID. Every hospital right. was switched over to COVID. The numbers were skewed. All the, the, the diagnoses, diagnoses were skewed um, to, to contribute the money that they were looking for that went into the, the pockets of the hospitals because everyone was being paid for COVID. And if no one was coming down with COVID, well, we, you're not getting any money because that's how policy was established. So it was just one domino after another after another. Um, and I think the other thing to add to what Alpha was saying uh, about especially the people's um, uh, not ability, you know, uh, inability to, f- to make decisions for themselves was uh, the control, the, the, um, the way their rights were being taken away and um, not being able to make their own decisions and assess their own risk. So in other words, if you are in the, now that we have a better understanding of all this, should we really keep everything locked down? I mean, that's a question that I can't answer right now, right, Alpha? I mean, should we keep everything locked down? I, you know, the president, everyone's going to start kind of regressing. Oh, my God, the president has it. It's kind of a gut punch to everybody. You know what? I'm going to make a bold statement. Mm Mm-hmm. This country was founded by brave men doing brave things Mm -hmm. in the face of, you know, pretty much certain death, because when the crown caught up with them, they were going to get hung as Mm -hmm. traitors. It's time to stop being babies. Yep. Um, Look, if you are afraid that you're going to catch this and you have comorbidities that are going to affect you and you think that you have an honest to God chance of not surviving, you know what? Stay home, wear your mask, wear your gloves, do whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. but stop trying to put everybody in a box because there are some people that just need to live their lives. Look at the economic impact on people who have not been able to work. Mm-hmm. What's more dangerous being broke, homeless, and having no access to face to face medical care or a disease that you have 0.03% chance of dying from if you get it. Yeah. And that's, that is what they're not telling everyone. And that's, that's right. What we're trying to tell you right now. That's Make right. that decision for yourself. Again, we know we know people have gotten this. Some people do very well. Some people don't. I can't even begin to tell you why that, that happens. But being able to make that determination for oneself is, is uh, what this country was founded on. There are people out there that believe that it's each and everyone's responsibility to look out for everyone else. I'm of the mindset alpha. Take care of yourself and your family. Yep. And and you can't help anyone if you don't help yourself first. And and you know what? And and that's going to be hard for some people to hear. How can you say that? Oh, well, you I know, know what? You know, I'm going to give away a little bit of the little bit of the show here. Bravo and I spent a lot of time of our lives running to help 
perfectly good strangers when it wasn't necessarily convenient for ourselves to go do so. Mm -hmm. And we risked life and limb for a lot of years to do it. And after a couple of close scrapes, by the grace of God, I'm still here. Mm -hmm. And Bravo's still here, too. So I don't think God's done with us yet. Nope. Not yet. But you know... That that feeling where you give that aid to that person or have the knowledge uh, to to be able to mitigate whatever condition they may have, um, all that experience comes down to the fact that um, it's someone's got to be there. But we don't go running into those situations without it being safe. You know, my safety comes first, and that sounds to some people who are have not been who have not done this very selfish, right, Alpha? I mean, they think that we're selfish. I can't help anyone if my safety is not taken care of first. And that, that includes that, my crew. That's right? absolutely correct. Right? It, it includes my crew. It includes the equipment that I need to, to use to get there. Um, all those things take consider, you know, I can't help anyone if if I'm, if I'm hurt or dead. That's yeah. right. And the only job that you have is to go home to your family in one piece at night. And, you know, that being said, that's a lot of our philosophy. Um, yes, it's great to help other people, but you have to learn to help yourself. And I think with what's going on right now, I think we're being forced into a box by people who are very fearful or like control. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a very dangerous thing. We're reaching a, a point where how much longer are people going to put up with this? I can't believe people have put up with it for this long. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of amazing if you think about it. Well, you know what? We've, we've, we've beaten it up. We've beaten it to death. Mm -hmm. You know, I think what, what's important here, I think the takeaway is, I think this was all very purposeful. Agreed. <laughs> I think that certain people and certain groups of people have really latched onto this thing and made it a lot worse than it probably should be um, or could be. The economic impacts, the psychosocial impacts uh, are going to be long lasting and we have to do our best to try to shake that off. And on that note, I think we should wrap it up. And yep. uh, I really appreciate everybody's time uh, giving us an hour of your day to listen to the podcast, listen to two people ramble on. So <laughs> that being said, I'd like to say, thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for their help and uh, keeping us safe 24-7, 365. And absolutely. The firefighters, the, the providers out there, healthcare providers on the front line, getting the care out to those, the providers taking care of the president and everyone else. That's who, right. Who needs it? Well, I thank everybody again. You can catch us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts at some point. Sometimes. Uh, we sometime. get that thing working. <laughs> YouTube at Signal 50 Podcast. But we uh, prefer Parlor and we prefer yes, we Rumble. Yes, we do. We do prefer Parlor and Rumble. So uh, come join us on Parlor and Rumble. And on that note, everybody take care and have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the fall weather. Yep. Uh, because before you know it, you're going to turn around. There's going to be white stuff all over the place. Yep. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a good Take day. Take care, everyone. Yeah, bye-bye.